everybody, Courtney Smith here, and I want to dive into what's really going on in the marketplace and what is the real trend in the marketplace. We see and we've seen through the summer that the major indexes, particularly the S&P and the NASDAQ, went on to make new all-time highs. And so everybody in the newspapers and on TV and talking to your friends has talked about the major bull market that we've been into. And then all of a sudden, in the last week or so, they've been talking about how we're dropping and the trend is maybe turning down. But what we need to do is we need to break apart that idea and figure out what's really going on. Now, the chart you see here is the advanced decline line of the New York Stock Exchange, but it's not the normal advanced decline line. You see, in the old days, back when I first started trading 50 years ago, the normal advanced decline line was perfectly acceptable. There was no problem. It was, it was great. But then what happened is the New York Stock Exchange started listing tons and tons of bond funds and foreign, foreign currency ETFs and all kinds of things that had nothing to do with the U.S. stock market. And so the normal advanced decline line that everybody refers to is bogus. It's not telling you anything because sometimes if the stock market goes down, bond funds will go up and it, therefore they offset the true nature of what's really going on in the stock market. They're bogus and yet everybody talks about them. Well, as a person who has lived through many bear markets and lived through many bull markets for 50 years, let me tell you the best advanced decline line. This chart comes from a site called stockcharts.com, which I use every day. And in the upper left-hand corner, they have a, uh, the, a, it's kind of a ticker symbol. And if you type that in, you'll get a chart that's going to look, well, it won't look like mine, but it'll look, you'll get the basically the same information. So this is the advanced decline line of stocks only, common stocks only, no preferreds, no bonds, no ETFs, just stocks. And what you can see is that, and, and so, and, and the other thing, the other important thing is it's not weighted by market capitalization. So the S&P and the NASDAQ are weighted by market cap. So really only about 20 stocks dominate those big indexes. About 20 stocks, that's all. And if you go to 50 stocks, you have about a 99% correlation. So it's really focused on mega caps, not the average stock. The advanced decline line, however, is weighted by the average stock. So this tells you what your average stock is doing, whereas the S&P and NASDAQ tell you what the biggest stocks are doing. And as you can see, it's a very different picture. Here, the, and I call it the primary trend indicator, PTI, because it's really telling me what the, what the average stock is doing. So it's really the primary trend indicator, whereas the NASDAQ and the S&P are a mega cap trendicator. So the PTI peaked in June and hasn't made a new all-time high since then. And in fact, 
you could argue we're actually in a very, very sluggish bear market. We just made new lows uh, a few days ago, but you know, is the high that we made a couple of days ago, is that a significant high? I don't know. We're in either a neutral market or a very sluggish bear market. And that is a very different perspective than most people have. Most people have, we, we just made new all-time highs and now we have a little bit of a plunge-o-rama. But that's not the reality of the market. The most dramatic example, this is the second most dramatic example I've seen of a divergence between the mega cap indexes and reality. The biggest divergence I ever saw was the dot-com boom at the tail end of 1999. The PTI, which gives you the true trend of the market, peaked in October of 1999, but the NASDAQ didn't peak until March of 2000. So I got bearish in October of 1999. Now I still had a lot of technology stocks, some you know JDS Uniphase and Jable circuits and all kinds of pets.com. No, I never had pets.com. But but I had a lot of the hardware type companies. And basically what I told my clients at that time is I have to hang on to these stocks because they're making me a lot of money, but I can't buy any more. So in effect, I missed the last five months of the rally and instead was buying home building stocks because home building stocks were in a bull market. So basically, slowly but surely, I started to exit those stocks from October to March. And by the time we got to March, I didn't have much left. And by the end of April, I didn't have any technology stocks at all because they were all stopped out very near their all-time highs. But I literally would go on CNBC and CNN and CBS News and all you know, Bloomberg, all of them, and I was saying after October, no, 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 the bull market's over. We have to start thinking about the bear market. Yes, the indexes are still making new highs, but they're not telling you the true underlying story. And of course, the NASDAQ ended up dropping 80% after the March highs. So one of the most critical things that I look at Every single week, I look at my PTI indicator, which is this specialized version of the advanced decline line to find out what the average stock is doing. The reason this method works is simple. If you start to think of the uh, mega caps as the generals, and then start thinking about the average stock, the, which is the chart you see right here, as the soldiers, then the whole thing makes sense. If the generals are charging off to new all-time highs and the soldiers are running to the rear, that rally is going to fail. It's going to fail because the soldiers can't advance without, I'm sorry, the, soldier, the generals can't advance without the soldiers being behind them. In a way, that's called breadth. And the breadth is very narrow right now. Conversely, it's also unsustainable if you see the PTI making new highs and the big indexes are making new lows. That's also not sustainable because the soldiers can't advance without the generals. 
So that's why this looking at the real stock market combined with looking at the mega caps, there's no question, they, they have valuable information, but this is where you have to start, not with the mega caps, because the mega caps are unsustainable unless they get the soldiers to attack with them. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Tell me what you think. Write it down. Tell me what you think. Is this educational? Is this valuable? Do you see the insights that it provides? We'll talk to you later.